hold on to me as we go As we roll down this unfamiliar road And although this wave is stringing us along Just know you're not alone Cause I'm gonna make this place your Good morning, Hamilton. This is Rob Golfie with Remax Escarpment, the Golfie team. Welcome to the Hamilton Real Estate Show with Rick Zamprin. And it's St. Patrick's Day. Yes, I was trying to fit that in there, <laughs> <laughs> and I messed almost, it up. Yeah, I, got, I, got, I got a little stuttered there for a bit. <laughs> hey, it is uh, St. Patrick's Day. Everyone is Irish today, apparently. Uh, we're going to have uh, some fun on the show today. Uh, maybe we'll reminisce about St. Patrick's Day yeah, sure. gone by. Sure. Uh, but lots to talk about. We have a, a very interesting report that came out earlier this week from the Conference Board of Canada, uh, which does these things, I think, twice a year. But it's released its uh, winter 2018 outlook. And there's some uh, pretty intriguing news for Hamilton in this report. We're going to talk about um, passing along some tips to help you avoid a bidding war. Now, we had uh, bidding gargantuan bidding wars last spring, yeah, where people almost were unavoidable. unavoidable. Yeah, but we're going we're gonna to give you some tips on how to avoid them and how to avoid dance them. around them. So, are they still going on, or do we still have bidding wars? Yeah, the, the, yeah the, there, there are. are, but yeah, but it's, it's not to uh, the same degree. It, it maybe like two or three uh, offers, right. and and a lot, sometimes a lot of them aren't even going over asking price yeah wow. and the bidding wars now are are people do them on purpose right they they purposely you know re, you know price the house fifty thousand dollars below the market value right in order to get that bidding war. just to generate last that attention year, you know you're pricing it at market value and you're still getting that bidding war so it's yeah. a little bit different yeah interesting uh we're also going to talk about we'll kick off the show with this a very intriguing story home sellers so you're selling your home using spy cams to check out prospective buyers during open houses this is huge. This it, is huge? It, yeah, it, this is popular. We're seeing this in Hamilton? This it, is popular. It, it is. And sometimes uh, <laughs> sometimes <laughs> the homeowners, they get upset because the agent that's showing the house mm-hmm. is is not really giving them positive like things about the house. Hey, oh, no. this is the perfect house There's for some you. funny oh, no. stories. So, really? so, There's so some the homeowners stories. think that because a, a, a realtor from another brokerage comes through the house, and is sitting there. He knows his client what they're looking for, and he could he could you know he could walk in the house and says you know what I'm not sure if this is the right house for you, or maybe the you know you know the carpeting is ugly or dirty. <laughs> right. you know, like pointing the, out all the flaws. Yeah, pointing out all the flaws, and wow. and, the, and the sellers they get upset. They'll get upset with the listing yeah. agent, and <laughs> and they're blaming us Yeesh. after. But it I think it's it it it's good but not good. Hmm. There's there's uh, positives about it. And there's negatives about it, and then the the the, pos- the positive about it is, is that you know you, you can see what people are doing going through your house. You he- but when you're hearing conversations, I think that that's the negative. Right. It's, it's not good because sometimes when when uh, we're walking through our clients, you just uh, want the privacy to walk through a house and, yeah. and be comfortable while mm. you're doing it. That's mm-hmm. why the homeowners leave, right? Right. right. More yeah. often than not, you know, the homeowners will leave the house and allow for and accommodate the showing. It just it's just a comfortability when you're walking through the house. You can say what you want. You can talk about what you want. You mm-hmm. can take your time as you, as you, as you, as you scan the house. But, but when you know, you know, there's, you know, from baby monitors to to, you know, doorbell cameras. There's, yeah. there's everything yeah. out there, right? That that can they, they can hear can, and they can yeah. hear what you're saying. And if you could actually walk in the house and say, "Hey, this is a great house. I'm willing to pay this much money." Right. 
and, and that's they happened. know it. That's they, happened. Really? Yeah. yeah. Like it's it's happened. It's so there is you know from the home seller point of view, you are getting an on really an unfiltered kind of view or or reaction to your home. So you know if you know your family room, you know if there's something wrong with it, with the carpeting or whatever, uh, or the kitchen needs updating, you're getting that feedback at right. least, right? Yeah. So how the feedback usually works is is after a showing, we have a client care manager that calls every single showing agent. Right, and they'll ask the last the last agent, "What did your clients think about the house?" Right now, and on some occasions, <laughs> you don't really need that. <laughs> we 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 have the client or the seller Call calling us, us yeah, and wow. saying, "Hey, and this saying, is what these guys yeah, said about the house." Thought. And they'll 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 uh, you know on one occasion they call me and say, "Phil, I think we're getting an offer." <laughs> right, and usually well, usually it's the other way around, but right. but they had this information yeah. because. You know, they had a, it's one of those new doorbells. It's called a ring doorbell. And as soon as somebody gets within 15 feet of the doorbell, it detects as a sensor that can detect somebody walking up to the door and it automatically activates a camera and sound right to your cell phone. Interesting. So, so as this person was walking up to the door, they're talking about the house, right? And and they can hear everything on their cell phone. So, so when they leave the house to go, you know, to go do whatever, to, to leave the house for the showing, <laughs> they're on their cell phone listening to these people. And it's happened to me before. I've been on the other side of it wow. where, where I'm walking up to a house and I see the ring doorbell and I'm like, guys, you know, just be careful here. There's, there's a ring doorbell. Like they can hear what we're saying. Mm-hmm. You know, don't, mm-hmm. don't play all your cards, right? Yeah. Let's, let's, yeah. let's downplay the yeah. house a little bit and, <laughs> and, 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 use, and it, use it as leverage for some negotiating power. Right. But, and, but, and, and it's not even the, just the doorbells. You'll see, um, I remember one time I saw a baby monitor in the kitchen and I'm like, I'm like, I look up in the corner. I'm like, guys, you know, we're on camera right now. Just, Mm -hmm. you know, watch what you say. Be careful. Right. Just because you you don't know now. Like there's so many little gadgets. Yeah. And you even see like, and and I'm sure it's happened. You know, people have the teddy bear cameras. Like there's so much things that you can do. (laughs) But, but yeah, you know, it's, it's a thing in in terms of, you know, whether it's an open house or, or whether it's showings, people have these, these cameras set up Mm -hmm. and these microphones set up just to, just to. Because people want to know, yeah. right? And it's that instant feedback. Yeah. yeah. Are there any legalities? Is it is it illegal? Do you have to tell the realtor or the, the prospective I, buyer I, that hey, there's I, a camera? I, I don't here? know about that, but I, I think it's it's it's. I mean, I don't mind if it's if it's just the camera without the sound, but right. the sound is is uh, I think that it's it's a little bit on. Uh, well, it's almost th- like there's you're an ethical thing right? there. Yeah. There's an ethical thing because you're having a private conversation yeah. about the house. And and sometimes you can insult the homeowner, like you know, like he doesn't know it. And then the homeowner calls us as a listing agent, gets upset with us yeah. because they were talking negative about his house. Right. Just say, look, you know what? That's why they want to be alone so they can discuss. Yeah. But I mean, if we had, you know, uh, recorders on every person that uh, out there, this the, the world would be in a big chaos. No doubt about <laughs> it. It's yeah. basically what it's becoming to, right? Like it's you know, from from dash cams to ring doorbells to yeah. you yeah. know, um, recorded phone calls. It's you know if. You know, you got to watch what you say all the time. It's almost as if we somebody's don't, always listening. Yeah, or you're always being recorded. We don't trust each other, or we always have to watch. You know what we say and what we do, and, and how we go about yeah, doing it. Right? Yeah, yeah. but it, yeah. it's yeah. But remember the one time uh, you and I were in the house, and I think we both said. Like, watch what you're saying. Like, yeah, we like just we kind of looked we, at each other. And we just like, looked at each other and just put we, it there because, yeah. and we just pointed at the really? camera. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. It, it's it's wild. <laughs> yeah. It's, um, <laughs> it's just something to be aware of when you're walking through a house. Yeah. Right? Always and, uh, be, yeah. So if you're, if you're looking at buying a house and you're walking through somebody's house, 
just even though you don't see any cameras, just you know, try to keep it minimal. Don't talk price. Don't talk mm-hmm. uh, anything about putting an offer and what you're willing to pay because uh, that could it could be it could hurt you in yeah, negotiations. 10, 10, yeah, yeah, right. yeah. yeah. Exactly. Could, could you go the other way and you know down as you say you know kind of downplay the home or the price just to get that negotiating power knowing <laughs> oh, that there's yeah. a camera like there? you yeah. can't just say well you know what I, I, I'd pay you know like let's say if they're asking 500000 for the house right. and, and you could say you know what I, I'd pay probably four twenty five for this and house I, and I'm sure people have fun with it because yeah. you know you see the camera and you know right away like there, you know right away there's no reason for that camera to be there you right. know, I usually just, say you know, hi to the camera <laughs> you I know there's somebody do. on the other end that, that's, um, yeah. that's and using then, it like yeah. For, yeah and it's yeah. just because that person knows when you're coming through the home, right? Exactly. So, I mean, they know. They exactly, know. Because they, yeah. they know within that hour, like, yeah. you, you know, you're going in through the house. And if they have uh, a camera, they're probably sitting around the corner on their cell phone watching and hearing yeah. everything. Yeah. yeah. So are, are you uh, being a little more proactive in telling your clients that, man, hey, you know, every potential home we go see can have a camera so just yeah, be careful but, but but it's you it's so easily forgotten right like you, yeah. you go like like even if you walk into the house because that person's excited to be there right yeah, yeah. so yeah. but yeah. but you could walk into the house and, and five minutes later you forget there's a camera yeah yeah, yeah. and then all of a sudden you're you back openly talking <laughs> to each other so, <laughs> yeah because yeah. yeah. it's yeah. still so new right right sure but, and, and and like in regards to you know telling our homeowners that they can or or, or, or sorry our sellers that they can or can they, they have the right to do whatever they yeah. want within yeah. their own home so you know it's not regulated there's no there's nothing behind it they you know if somebody wants to have a camera in their own house they're mm-hmm. they're 100 guaranteed 100 allowed to guaranteed there's been a, a lot of recordings um and um so it just uh, you don't know what you don't know you can't you can't help it unless you got one of those you know James Bond things you walk into a room you can detect <laughs> yeah. if there's any bugs right. in there in the room yeah <laughs> you know that's but, interesting and they, apparently they have those things you yeah. can buy those and check to see if there's any cameras in the room that are live would you recommend your sellers to turn off their cameras if they do have them during, you know what? during we, open we, houses or no showings? we don't even we don't even talk they, right. they wouldn't even tell us so we don't even know as yeah. a uh, as as they're an agent. so small now. Like like the oh, kid, yeah, like they're, it's, they're, they're even like the new even like the new security cameras. Yeah. Like, you know you don't even know if it's a, if it's a fire alarm or if it's, it just yeah. looks like a little Could bubble right yeah. and, and and they're so well hidden that you know they don't want to take the aesthetics away from the house that yeah. they're just you know they're they're hiding them around corners or or up in little um you know mm-hmm. almost it almost looks like a little pot light sometimes yeah. right it's not like these old fashioned big yeah big, big cameras, cameras that you see in the malls or whatever <laughs> yeah yeah it's not those it's these little high tech cameras yeah. and yeah. it's yeah. just it's just it's just a part of a part of it now, and and you know more often than not, having a security system in your house was like like a huge huge upgrade. Mm-hmm. Like you know, if you had a camera system or or, or something along those lines, sure. now it's 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 becoming a part of the norm, right? right? Yeah. Where you see you know you see a lot of houses, even you know even in different parts of Hamilton. You well, know, it used to be the high end, the luxury houses well, that have well, the security right. cameras. Who could afford it, right? Yeah, well, exactly. Yeah. Now you see them everywhere. Well, you see well, them everywhere. Didn't where they where didn't they say something about? Uh, they didn't want cameras pointing at the street. They had to be right. on the property. Yeah, yeah. that's so, a big thing but, right now. Yeah. This is the CCTV camera that uh, people can install um, on the outside of their homes to you know, showcase the front of their home, uh, or at least keep an eye on the front of their home. And uh, basically, there's a bylaw that you have to have the camera pointing just on your property. That's you right. can't, can't point across the street and or, potentially or, or your neighbor's the... property. Exactly. And there's been, I, I know there's Which been fights understand. out there with neighbors that yeah. they, they have the camera on their neighbor's property. I would, and, they're, and they're looking at lifting that, and that's a that's a huge debate. Then you yes. start to get, you know, pointing in people, other people's backyards yeah. and pointing across the street. But there's been a couple cameras that have been um, huge, huge pieces of information in, in recent murder cases For sure. that, yeah. that are 
that would um wouldn't obey that bylaw yeah, right and, yeah. and they're, they're, if that camera was only pointing at that property mm-hmm. they wouldn't have that certain you know if, surveillance footage and it's, it's yeah well that's how they catch people even even a, a vehicle driving by it's they true. Say, well, yeah. this time this these vehicles yeah, driven can by pa- you know they could patch yeah. scenes together and, and yeah. see exactly where somebody was at a certain time they did it in the uh, tim bosma murder trial right you know kind of uh, pinpointing where uh, the the suspect vehicles were, were going at the time uh the pat masatano murder from, right. from last year yeah uh you know uh, just helping along with that timeline so I, I guess the moral of the story is if you're going to see uh, you know houses that you know you, you basically got to be careful the moment you step out of your vehicle yeah. right yeah. because the camera might be on yeah interesting discussion uh, and uh, we uh, will carry on with uh, more topics to come including how to avoid a bidding war we'll also dive into the conference board of canada's latest winter 2018 outlook call the golfy team anytime at 905-575-7700 that's 905-575-7700 robgolfy.com is the website that's rob g-o-l-f-i.com at rob golfy on twitter and instagram and check out the rob golfy facebook page more of the hamilton real estate show next on 900 chml Welcome back. This is the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. My name is Rick Samprin in studio today with Rob Golfie and Philip Golfie, sales representatives with Remax Escarpment Realty, the Golfie team. They're online at robgolfie.com. That's Rob, G-O-L-F-I.com. Call them anytime at 905-575-7700. That's 905-575-7700. At Rob Golfie on Instagram and Twitter. Rob Golfie has a sensational Facebook page as well. Check that out. And don't forget to subscribe to the Hamilton Real Estate Show podcast on iTunes and Google Play. And if you have a question for the Golfie team, you can email questions at robgolfie.com. Again, that's questions at robgolfie.com. We will uh, answer your question on a future edition of the Hamilton Real Estate Show. Uh, Still to come, we'll talk about the Conference Board of Canada's Winter 2018 Outlook, some interesting stuff for the city of Hamilton. But we will uh, dive into this, uh, some tips, some advice to help you avoid a bidding war. We had some fantastic bidding wars, depending on which side you were, whether it was fantastic or not, uh, (laughs) last spring. That's right, that's right. And a lot of people made a lot of money. A lot of people lost out on properties. Right, Uh, right. Bidding wars were... And they're still a thing. Part it's, of life, it's, yeah, right? it, it, and it's it, it's it, not as common now, but it's still. Uh, it, it, if the house is priced accurately now, um, you'll you'll get competition, um, and um, it it just it, but it's got to be priced right. Like it, you can underprice yeah. a house, you'll still get competition, but you're not going to get the big numbers that you were last year. They're not, gonna nobody's going to come in at 150,000 yeah. above asking and there's not going to be like 15 offers and a right. lineup of people, you know, all these real estate agents, you know, parked in front of this neighborhood, <laughs> you know. And uh you're not going to you're, you're not going to see that. We had one that we listed a property for 450,000. We were pushing the market a bit. We uh we said let's see what the market does. This is recently or This or is just th- this uh this past week. Okay. And um there was another pro- there was another it was a townhouse complex. There was another house that sold um they had it listed for 445 hmm. and they had an offer on it fairly quick. And uh, we said, you know what? Let's put ours at 450. And and let's see if we can get uh, you know close to that. So 
by the time the offer, by the time we got a, our our offer and we found out what the the other property sold for, and the other property sold for four thirty five, no, sold for four hundred and thirty. Hmm. So. Um, what happened there was um, we're like, wow, there was there was there's a fifteen thousand dollar gap there between the the list and the sale price. So, and we were a smaller square footage of a property, so we were kind of concerned. So we get we end up getting one offer, and and it wasn't too bad compared to the the other offer that we know. Right. Um, but then all of a sudden another offer came in, and and they came in five thousand dollars higher. So we actually sold the property for more money. With less square footage, hmm. the way we, we, we handled it, um, but but again, the two offers, none of them were asking price or above. Right. So we had two offers at the same time, not one of them was uh, above asking. Yeah. So so the, the 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 public knows the market out there. They're the ones that have the money. They're the ones that are shopping, and they know value. Uh, us as agents, we're trying to push the market. Uh, a little bit, but it, it it only go to a certain degree. Yeah. In the, in this kind of market, I'm because I've done so many evaluations. I've done thousands of evaluations. I I'm I'm almost pretty accurate on what what the outcome is going to be mm-hmm. on probably ninety five percent of the homes out there, as long as they're not unique homes and stuff like that. But uh, but yeah, it uh, you, you got to be careful. Even if you lower your price of your house and want it to go into competition, some agents are doing that. They're still hurting themselves sometimes. Yeah, sometimes they got to be careful sometimes we see you know they go in with that aggressive price to to, to attract the mm-hmm. the um you know attract the bidding, bidding war, war. They're in the, the you know their end result is to get a bidding war and, and to go over asking price mm-hmm. right and they're looking for a firm offer so what you see sometimes on the board is is and, and some people might pick this up on realtor.ca or homefinder.ca or whatever platform they're using to look at homes the price will end up increasing a week after it, it was listed. Interesting. And, they didn't and get no of, offer. And, and a lot right. of people ask us, you know, why would they increase the price like that? Like, who who's increasing the Be, price? Yeah. And we and we explained to them, well, they went in with a really aggressive price. That's the price they ended up wanting in the end. Uh-huh. So they so they priced it at three fifty to get you know three seventy five or three eighty. Right. Right. But if they don't get that number, now they increase the price up to three eighty. Because and this they, is the only and, way they're and they get just that sit and wait. Right? And, and the problem with that is. You lose the momentum of your listing, right? right? You, and I've, I've mentioned this before. You have a window of opportunity. It's like the first 10 to 14 days that your listing comes on the market. Everybody's looking at your listing. If you can't get those buyers in in that first 10 days mm-hmm. or first 14 days while your house is on the market, they're not going to come in after, yeah. right? So once you increase that price, the momentum of your listing's gone. Right. But yeah. yeah. And I wanted to touch something on on, on the bidding wars. And it's, it's kind of been weird in a way. Sometimes it... Bidding wars don't just happen in the first week of of the listing on the market, right? Sometimes a house will be on the market for thirty or forty days, and it just so happens that in one weekend you might get three or four showings, really? and and two or three people come to the offer. I've had come, that. come, come to the table, yeah. right? So so now you have you know your your listings, you know you you've tried to sell it and you've been on the market for thirty or forty days, and then all of a sudden one weekend you get two or three offers <laughs> at the same time, and now you're in a bidding war, and mm-hmm. it's it's so. It's so strange when that happens, and it's like, hey guys, you know this listing's been on the market for forty days. Yeah. Where were you? Where, Twenty yeah, days. Yeah, ago. where you yeah. know you could have avoided competition. You right. would have had negotiating power. You would have had leverage. Yeah. But now you're in a competing situation, and you're competing against two or three other offers. Is 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 the reason for that because people are, uh, you know, they're looking at this particular home, but they're also comparing it to all these other homes in the same kind of price range, and it takes them a lot long to say, okay, yeah. this is the home we're going well, for. Yeah, but but it, it, markets change every week, Rick, it, because sometimes um, we'll find out like it, it's quiet, like it's just quiet, nothing's happening, and then all of a sudden 
Thursday, Friday, we start mm-hmm. seeing there's a lot of showings happening on our listings. And all of a sudden, th- things just pick up. Right. The, uh, markets change week by week. And I remember one guy, uh, he wanted to reduce the price of his house. This is uh, years ago, in almost a similar market that we're in right now. And he said, Rob, I got to sell this house. Let's just reduce the price. And I said, no, no. I says, I priced your house right. The market's just quiet. And uh, I go, You're, you know, you'll sell it. Mm-hmm. And within 10 days, we did get an offer. And we sold it within $2,000 of the asking oh, price. Wow. Now, he wanted to reduce it down to 10000 Wow. So he would have lost a lot of money. Now, most agents love to reduce prices of homes. Um, because it's it's a quicker quicker to a sale, but I knew the market was I knew we priced it right, and I knew the market was quiet, and and we have a little bit of a better gauge on what's going on in the market than probably most uh, realtors, just because of the fact we 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 sell more homes and we know what's happening. Uh, in the market with trends that are going on on a week week by week basis and mm-hmm. day by day mm-hmm. basis. So if somebody that only sells, you know, maybe five, ten homes a year, uh, I'm not saying they're, they're, they don't know. They'd have to find that information out with their broker. But we know weekly whether the market's going to be up or down or anything. I right. like We know it even before the real estate board does because we do a, a pretty good volume yeah, of business. Yeah, when we come in here and, and we talk about the board stats – those, like I said, it's already old. It's already, it's already, we, we lived. It's already happened. Yeah, yeah. We could have given you, or we could have given you like what those stats were to be expected, right? right. Um, we, we, we could have forecasted them before they come out. Yeah. Right. And that's just, that's just because mm-hmm. of the amount of volume of business that we do. Right. So when they come out, you know, we're looking back and say, well, yeah, this, you know, the market <laughs> last that. month was, yeah. we was that. like that. Yeah, yeah, we knew that. And, no. and, and this month's different. And, mm-hmm. and when the, you know, and we'll explain that on the show. And then when the stats come out, we're like, yeah, like yeah. this is, you know, this is yeah. what's going on. And, and the difference too is you guys have, you know, that constant pulse on, on the market. You yeah. can predict to a certain extent what's going to happen in the next, you know, two, three, four weeks. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, like, like this year. Um, you know, every, you know the, the transactions are down. Um, amount of business is down, and t- a lot of people have. You know, there's a lot of reasons. Everybody's giving the excuse of weather. Right. Everybody's giving the excuse stress of the test stress tests yeah. and everything. You know what? I, I, there is no excuse. It's just the way it is, and and that's just the way the market is. Mm-hmm. So, so the one thing is, is I think it's just because we had an abundance of sales last year. In the, well, in the last two years, yeah. 2016 yeah. and 17. There were an abundance of sales. Now we've accommodated all those buyers that came into the market. Now it, it's just it's just got to build back up again. Now I truly think that the spring market this year is going to be late this year. It's going to go into the summer, and we've had we've had years like that where uh, we were busy right up until July and August. Right. So in my opinion, this year, um, if April and May are not as busy. Then you know what we're, we're we're this is the market we're in and we have to accept it. Yeah. That's all there's to it. Do you get the feeling that people are taking that wait and see approach? They're they're they know what the market is. They know what they're looking for, but they're they may be hesitant because of these certain factors and they don't want to jump in. I I think the people that are moving now. Um, they're they're ones that have to move, right. you know what I mean. Either they bought brand new a year and a half ago, and their closing dates coming up. Yeah. Uh, seniors, uh, they're downsizing, and they just want to get out of their big house, or they're going into uh, an an old age home uh, whatsoever, mm-hmm. or relocations mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Right. And and buyers coming into the market, they're you know first time buyers, they want to get into it. But I don't think 
uh, people aren't doing lateral moves like as much unless they've come into you know an abundance of money. And say, hey, listen, we got our seven hundred thousand dollar house. Let's buy this one point two million dollar right. house. I don't know if we're seeing that too much as it is. And with that kind of move, that lateral move, is it more? Does that happen because it's based on location? You know, they they live in a great home, they're in a great area, but they can move to a a better home in an even better area. Um, it, it depends. Like it's got There's got to be a, a lot of reasons. Right. Um, lateral moves, like let's say somebody's selling their five hundred fifty thousand dollar house and they're trying to buy that six hundred thousand dollar house. It rarely, like, that's not a good move unless unless it has to do with location. Maybe sure. maybe he has to you change jobs or whatever. change jobs or whatever. Like if it's in the same city, yeah. uh, maybe they don't like the yeah, neighborhood. They don't see, like we the see neighbor. Some people do do that lateral move from you know. Burlington to Grimsby, right? They'll right. sell their end unit townhouse, you know, fourteen or fifteen hundred square foot townhouse for six fifty in in Burlington, mm-hmm. and then go buy a six hundred fifty thousand yeah. detached double car garage, right. three bedroom, which with is a different type of living, right? Yeah, yeah. in yeah. Grimsby. So that's yeah. a, that's a you know that's the same fi- you know laterally financially, right? Yeah, and but and lifestyle and, very different. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right, and, and it's you know you got you got the growing families, or you got you got two you know two families coming together, and, right? And it, you need that extra the, the extra space, and and then that's a person who's willing to. To take on that extra space with a you know an, an increased commute time, right? Mm-hmm. You're increasing your commute time 30, 45 minutes, and, right. and that's something people have to do. Another big factor is sometimes when people buy a house, they'll buy they'll buy it firm and they they've bought the house. Now they're going to put their house up for sale, and they should get really uh, a few p- opinions on on the house that they're selling before they buy first. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because years ago, I remember this one gentleman. Um, sold uh, this couple a house for two hundred sixty-eight thousand. This is you know many years ago, mm-hmm. and um, and they said okay, perfect. And he told them that they can get three hundred fifty for their house. Well, um, so they said okay, we can do that. So we can we got extra money to finish the basement. Perfect. So anyway, um, they bought the house firm two six uh, two hundred sixty-five. They ended up uh, putting their house up for sale for I think three fifty. It it didn't sell. It wasn't with me. It didn't sell. Um, they, they were getting kind of nervous and anxious. Mm-hmm. Um, and they called me and I said, listen, I can't discuss any details of your um, your property because you're under contract. And I said, so um, I go, there's nothing I can do. Right. So anyway, they they got, they got they canceled their agreement with their um, real estate agent. I guess a month later, they called me up. And I knew they weren't going to uh, put it on the market with me because I knew they were going to be disappointed what I was going to tell them. Right. I said to them that your house is going to sell for about 300000 They were so upset. Hmm. And they said, Rob, we would not have moved. We would not have bought that, uh, that, that other house right. if we knew that, we knew that yeah. it, our house was going to be 300000 because that's a lateral move. Because after they sell with the fees and everything. Yeah. So you know, anyway, further ahead, really. So they tried pr- selling privately. It didn't work out. Uh, they called me back. They go, will you put it up for sale for three twenty? I said, sure. You know, not a problem. I said, we're, we're, we're within reason. And uh, we were on the month on the market for a month. We ended up uh, getting an offer, and the most the person would pay was three hundred thousand. Hmm. Yeah, wow. and it, it was a big life lesson that he learned. Sure, and uh, and he uses me now as a client on everything because you know, like like if they buy, if they're looking at something, he says, "Rob, what am I going to get?" Because he knows I'm I'm going to be straight up and yeah. honest with him. Yeah. But those are some of the uh, scenarios that people have gone through. Uh, this year and last year, uh, any 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 time. Mm-hmm. So you got to be careful when uh, you really got to know the price of your house. 
when you're selling before you buy firm. We still getting those GTA buyers knocking on doors down here? Um, not as much, but they're 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 they're, tr- they're uh, trickling through a little, a little bit here and there. But um, you got to understand that their their market is down, or yeah. their average price points down like yeah. eight or nine percent. So a lot of them are probably using that sit and wait approach until it comes back up. Right. Right. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. But we we get the odd one, but not as much. But we feel the effects of it. Yeah. Oh yeah. There's no doubt about it. They're not they're not coming in like 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 they did last <laughs> right. year. There was yeah. like there was well, like a bus. You know the ghost station? (laughs) They were coming out like at the ghost station. Grab grab a bunch of guys. (laughs) (laughs) They come down here, buy a house, and then hit hit the casino for a day and then go back, right? It was crazy. But they're still seeing that value. And if they're selling, even if they're selling their house in Toronto for a reduced price compared to last year, they're still going to get great value in this city for, yeah. for even what yeah it's always going to reflect saying. like it's it's, yeah. it's always going to reflect um you know if, if their average price is down nine percent ours might be down four percent right and they're still they're still but they're still you know have uh, that equity to come here and, and still make a you know a good yeah. equity but move. yeah they might not be selling for a million exactly it might be nine hundred thousand. No, no, yeah. but, but, but the thing is i think i think uh, like hamilton prices are are still strong yeah right. like like toronto prices have come down Burlington prices have come down. Yeah. Ancaster prices have come down. These are these are yeah. these are expensive communities. Yeah. So that they've come down because they hit they hit a, a ceiling, but not uh, Hamilton. No, we're, Hamilton's we're, good. We're, we're up uh, I think three point six yeah. four or two. I mean, it was twenty grand. Yeah. Yeah. Year over year. Yeah. 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 So we're 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 still. But strong I mean, here. month over month, like you you know, month over month, Hamilton prices have come down. But just in, t- in terms of year over year, they're right. still oh, you're right, still yeah. right. But yeah. still up year yeah, over year. Yeah. So in terms of the the month over month, there's been some some slight. Price decreases. Yeah. Do you want to get into the yeah, ways, of, into the ways the, of, uh, of avoiding the bidding war? Tips to avoid so, the bidding war. Yeah. What so we got? the number one thing is, is you have to get pre-approved. Is 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 no? Do you want to get into this? You know what? Yeah. Let's do it after the break. All right. All right. Sorry. <laughs> I, I I lobbed up the softball and then I, I, I kind of, it was almost that Charlie Brown thing. Yeah, exactly. Charlie Brown kicked the ball. No, you're <laughs> professional. You know what? It's good. It's good for the uh, good for the odds. People are going to wait for this. I think. I'm getting the wrap up sign from producer Jerry, so we got to go. I mean, I don't want to I don't want to peeve him off. Uh, you're listening to the Hamilton Real Estate Show. Coming up next, uh, some ways to avoid a bidding war. Truthfully, I'm not going to snap the ball back from uh, from Phil on this one. Uh, on 900 CHML. Welcome back. You're listening to the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. My name is Rick Samprin. In on this fine Saturday morning, St. Patrick's Day edition with uh, Rob Golfie and Philip Golfie, sales representatives with REMAX Escarpment Realty, the Golfie team. Call them anytime at 905-575-7700. RobGolfie.com is the website. That's Rob, G-O-L-F-I.com. Check out the Rob Golfie Facebook page. They're also on Twitter and Instagram at Rob Golfie. And don't forget to subscribe to the Hamilton Real Estate Show podcast on Google Play and iTunes. You can also check out past episodes on 900CHML and robgolfie.com. Still to come, the Conference Board of Canada releasing its winter 2018 outlook. Uh, some intriguing uh, news uh, regarding Hamilton in that outlook. And uh, up next, um, some ways to avoid a bidding war. We were teasing this before the break. I'm going to hand the ball off to you now and, and not 
take it back from you. Yeah, the biggest thing is... is Hold on a sec. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> is, uh, define your budget and get pre-approved, right? right? Know exactly how much you can afford before going into you know going in with an offer yeah. right you have to you have to know don't don't go put in an offer and then and then chase the financing mm-hmm. after after yeah right? don't put the you, cart before exactly the yeah. you want to know how much you can get approved for um and and i'm not saying go in without a condition of finance you can still go in with a condition of finance but at least have your paperwork ready yeah such as your tax documents notice of notice of you know t4s job statements mm-hmm. and then and then that way you know whichever mortgage lender you're working with it's easier for him within that conditional period of two or three days right, right. Uh, a lot of people you know if you can get that conditional period down to two days or three days instead of seven mm-hmm. or ten days it's it's all it's, it makes your offer more attractive the next thing the next thing is go in with a good first offer right and a lot of people will will do that you know let's go 20 or 30 below asking and see how much they come down right sellers are more likely to accept an offer that's close to closer to the asking price mm-hmm. than if you're if you're going to insult them with a lower offer right and that's what i always say to my my buyers so say you know what let's go in 30 30 um you know 30 below asking and, and see how far they come down and i go that's you know that's not the right right approach right. more often than not the seller's just going to sign back full asking price because you know one well, you're you're insulting them but, and two it, it doesn't show that you're serious about buying the property right but if you bring instead of going th- you know don't go 30 and hope to end up 15 Away from the from the asking price. Yeah. Go, go in, in go in yeah, go in fifteen and they're more likely to accept fifteen to below asking price than than that back and forth. Yeah. And that's just like the new way of real estate. I know I know back then a lot of people used to go back and forth three or four times. Well the old days. Yeah. The old days, now yeah. now it's it's you know, you go in with an offer, usually it's a sign back and then it's done. Mm-hmm. Right? And and a lot of the stuff's done over the phone verbally instead of the back and forth, right? right. And, I, and I don't know that's probably not the not the best way well, to do it. It, it, but de- it it depends. You could tell the new agents that come into the into the business. <laughs> oh my god. As it, he's it, looking at yeah, me. Yeah, <laughs> it's going it's going back and forth, back and forth. And I and, and sometimes I was telling this one agent, I says, Be careful. I know you're trying to be the hero with your clients, yeah. and I understand that because because we're all we were all new agents at one time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> This agent was they were they were fighting so hard. I go, do you know that you can end up losing this, and your your client will end up not wanting to deal with yeah, you because right. you. Our job is to put the deal together, and I understand you're you're working on their behalf and trying to get them the best deal. Yeah. But if you upset the other party, they may walk away and say, "We don't want I've to deal with that you." Before. I've seen that before, where, yeah. where people have been insulted by by such a low offer that they they won't even. They're like. I don't even want to talk to them really? anymore. Like tell them they're not coming. They, they won't even sell. They'd rather yeah, sell to somebody yeah, else they, they, for less. less. Wow. Yeah. 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 yeah so, oh, that, so they take it personally. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. that you know, don't don't try to haggle on that on that first offer. Come in with a good first offer. Yeah. It, it helps you in that negotiation down. You know, as, as long as, as, it, you as, go long as it's it. as long as it's uh, uh, values there. As long as it's reasonably yeah. priced. Yeah. Right. Yeah. If it's a million dollar home, I mean, what's thirty grand? Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's all relative. So, I mean, you were saying in the old days or, or back in the day, uh, there was a lot more back and forth. So why, why was so, that? So how far back we call in about no, old I, days? I, I, 15 years? We'll 20, talk to 20 years? producer Jerry here. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's, uh, he's got uh, more grays. Uh, well, um, no, so before um, the old days, like my, my, I think it would be my parents' generation. Let's say, let's mm. say the, like the 80s, okay. right? Yep. Um, there wasn't really that much uh, internet stuff that you can see what's going on, you know, right. price wise and everything. So there was a lot of haggling going on. Uh, even so, if somebody was asking back then, let's say in the '80s, it could have been a hundred thousand dollar house. People would go in at eighty thousand. Now that's a that's a huge twenty percent. Yeah, right. So, but uh, it it like it just depend on, depend on the value. Like you know what I mean. So the homeowner. 
um, the buyer would look and say, you know what, I, I, I'm going to offer him this. And then mm-hmm. the homeowner accepted the, because he went low, because he probably, the homeowner did go high back right, those days. Right. Now, because we have so much information online, you if you overprice a house, everybody knows about mm-hmm. it. Yeah. You know? and, yeah. and that information's on both sides, right? Buyer yeah. and seller. That's right. So, it, it, so be, you know, it, back back those days, it, it didn't matter what you priced your house. That buyer was going to, he you, you would get buyers, yeah. regardless how much your, price, right. your house was priced yeah. overpriced. And we got a couple of minutes to go through the, yeah. uh, the list. Yeah, one here. more thing is, is yeah. A lot of real estate agents that listen to the show, they'll, they'll understand what I'm saying. But it's don't crowd up your Schedule A. And what a Schedule A is, it's, it's it involves your conditions, right? Mm-hmm. Now, a lot of agents have, you know, they'll put in these super long conditions um, and they'll put in they'll put in stuff that's not necessarily that, that that's already in the agreement of purchase and sale in the standard forms or the standard clauses. And they'll put it back into the Schedule A. So right. as they're going through the through the offer, the Schedule A will look crowded, maybe two or three pages, meaning there's only one or two or three meaningful clauses in that Schedule A. So wow. as as the seller looks at, you know, if, especially if you're competing, if they look at this one, you know, if they're looking at two offers and you have a two-page Schedule A and the other one only has a one-page, mm-hmm. they might mean the same thing, but they're, this one looks more attractive right. just because the Schedule A isn't as crowded, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And You're going to take the easier and, route, right? And, and st- you know, little things such as surveys, like asking for a survey. It's important on certain style properties, but when you're buying a cookie cutter townhouse in a neighborhood, yeah. the survey isn't that. Really it's, yeah, yeah, it's not that important, right? Yeah. So stuff like that, it, it's um, little tricks. Good advice on uh, ways to avoid a bidding war. When we come back, we'll talk about the uh, latest report from the Conference Board of Canada and some uh, interesting news for the city of Hamilton. You're listening to the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. Let's go around here on the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. My name's Rick Samprin. In studio today with Rob Golfie and Philip Golfie, sales representatives with Remax Escarpment Realty, the Golfie team. Great news today. This is the last show of the winter. Spring is coming next week, so oh, that's another thing to celebrate. But the spring market's already here. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Uh, speaking of uh, winter, the uh, 2018 Winter Outlook from the Conference Board of Canada has been released. Interesting news for Hamilton. I'll give you uh, maybe a, 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 a top-line kind of summary uh, regarding our economy, which is doing very well, not in comparison to past years, or at least in 2017, which was unbelievable. But it's basically saying Ontario's economy uh, is on solid footing, but the real estate market, the cooling market, is having a dampening effect on on the economy. Um, The major development for Ontario's domestic economy is the rise in government spending, particularly on the investment side. GDP expected to uh, grow by 2%, uh, which is basically on par with what's happening nationally. Hamilton's housing starts poised to remain stable over the near term, but will be below the annual average volume of the past 20 years. Key factors uh, include the new home construction market, uh, cooler real estate market, rising interest rates, provincial and federal government housing cooling measures, which we've talked about. Uh, But it says, fortunately, starts are projected to trend upward over the rest of the forecast period, uh, reaching close to 3,000 units by 2022, thanks to steady population increases. So population is going to continue to increase. The economy is going to be more than stable. And uh, despite the fact that the real estate market is uh, a little cool. It, it does affect, it does affect uh, people not buying as much furniture. Yeah. Uh, home renovations, home paint, everything, yeah. uh, everything like that. Everybody's feeling 
feeling it. Yeah. Uh, the paint stores, um, the furniture stores, renovators, every, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. The mortgage the, lenders, it, it, everybody. It, it has trickles. a huge huge ripple effect on, yeah. on the rest the, because of that real estate market mm-hmm. for sure absolutely there's no doubt about even it even when Dan guessed in here when, when Dan was in here he said he said I got in here at the right time he goes I started my business at the at the perfect time he goes everybody was renovating everybody was building Wow. he said it was it was fantastic yeah he got in while, yeah. the, while the getting was good uh, it also says rising challenges related to housing affordability and new measures to cool housing demand will contribute to a 15% contraction in housing starts between 2017 and 2019 and that will dampen residential investment and cool Ontario's economic growth uh, closer to 2% over the near term down from an average price of nearly 3% in recent years so yes it's having a, a massive uh, impact that's for sure so what they're saying that there's going to be an increase of housing starts a decrease a in decrease housing starts yes between 2017 starts. and well 2019. yeah we're already starting to see i've got i already had two builders send me uh an, an email indicating that they're paying uh commissions on their building sites so wow. they're they're feel they're feeling it that they're not selling as many uh, new new home starts as uh, they'd like to. Yeah. Uh, another thing we've talked about uh, on past shows is uh, luxury homes, and uh, there was this was actually a Remax report that came out earlier this week that says uh, luxury home sales in the GTHA have fallen by nearly sixty percent year over year. Uh, homes priced above a million dollars in Hamilton and Burlington saw a fifty five percent drop to 59 homes sold at the start of the year. So this is January, January, Mm -hmm. February. Right. That compared to 133 in 2017. In the GTA, so not including Hamilton, Burlington, uh, 76 freehold and condo properties sold for more than $3 million. That was down from 180 over the same period last year. And in Oakville, uh, there were six homes in that $1 million price range that sold earlier uh, earlier this year compared to 15 a year ago. So... Starting with a niche market already, and yeah. now with the cooling market, it's having a, an impact on luxury homes. Oh yeah, it definitely. It, 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 what a ripple effect everywhere! Like mm-hmm. especially the lu- the luxury market, um, those those prices vary quite a bit. Like, and and sometimes they're hard to to gauge. Like not gauge, but hard to estimate. Right. Um. You know, you've got a you know, especially in Oakville, you got you know two to ten million dollar homes. Yeah, yeah. How do you how do you figure out what is a 5.5 million. Or I always seven. thought about that. I, yeah. That, what that, makes that, a home $8 million and one $5 million? I know, I know. I know. It's, it's like there, there's obviously a, uh, a technique to it, but uh, it, it, it's. But it, like it's just it's tough. It's tough. It's not yeah. not easy. But those those are the guys that are going to take the biggest hits because there's not as many of those luxury buyers as around anymore right. when the market's not doing as well. So they're just going to stay in there. They get hit the hardest uh, when it comes to uh, if there's a, 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 a change in the marketplace. Yeah. They they get hit the hardest. We got a couple of minutes uh, to talk about uh, a new commercial that you're uh, filming. Yeah, yeah. So uh, th- this weekend I'm uh, going to uh, New York City to. Meet with uh, Barbara Corcoran. Uh, she's the uh, tycoon uh, uh, real estate broker in New York City. Uh, Shark Tank. Shark Tank. Uh, yeah, Shark she's Tank. on Shark Tank. Shark Tank. So I'm doing, another, I'm doing another commercial. This is my fourth commercial uh, wow. that I'm doing with her. Yeah, oh, okay. very nice lady. So do you do this once a year? Uh, it, it depends. Like when they do a different format. I see. So okay. we, you know, we're doing a little bit of a different format. Mm-hmm. And uh, very nice, very, uh, yeah, really nice lady. She's great to work with. She's a hardworking lady. Yeah. 
Like, I mean, she's very wealthy and she doesn't have to work this hard anymore, but she loves it. She <laughs> yeah. loves it. You know? Well, once you're in it, once you're, I mean, if you have that competitive juices and that's, yeah. you know, I remember our first show and that was one of the reasons that you said, yeah, I'm, I'm a realtor because I'm uh, competitive and I like to, you know, win the day and win. Well, her story's pretty cool right? too. Like, like it was, you know, somebody invested a thousand dollars in her and she built a billion dollar real estate company. Unbelievable. So. Yeah, yeah. No, it's very great good. to hear. Guys, enjoy uh, St. Patrick's Day. Uh, be safe. Enjoy the filming of the commercial and uh, we'll catch you next week. You too. Sounds Take good. Take care. You've been Thank listening you. to the Hamilton Real Estate Show. We're back next Saturday at 9 on 900 CHM.